This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. Luke chapter 24 and verse 49 in the New King James Version reads this way, Behold, I send the promise with a capital P, the promise of my father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. This is Jesus talking to his disciples. They had experienced a big, a big tragedy in their lives. They were discouraged. They were fearful. They were intimidated. They were in cowardice and timidity. They weren't feeling the greatest. They were unsure. They were uncertain. He said, I got something for you though. Go and tarry or wait in Jerusalem and you will be endued with Acts chapter 1 and verse 8 says, but you shall, what does that word shall mean? No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Let me pause right here. The Holy Spirit is not an option. The Holy Spirit is a viable part of the Godhead, a viable part of the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Often we major on the Father or we major on the Son and we act like the Holy Spirit is an option. He is not an option. He is viable for our lives. God for you. God with you. And God in you, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. You're going to have some power from the person of the Holy Spirit. I don't know if you felt like I felt at times where I felt deleted or depleted of power. I felt weak. I felt insignificant. I felt like I didn't matter. I felt like I wasn't valuable. I felt insignificant. But the power from the person of the Holy Spirit, who is the revealer, reveals to me that God so loved me that if I was the only person on the face of the planet, God wouldn't even change the plan. He would have still sent Jesus just for me. The revealer, the Holy Spirit is the revealer. He reveals that to you. Let me say something to you. You've come this far by faith, leaning on the Lord, trusting in his holy word. He never failed you. 
See, I don't put the yet part on it. Because he ain't going to never fail. Never. Never, ever, ever, ever. And it takes the revealer, who is the person of the Holy Spirit, to reveal to you that God loved you so much that he created you an original. And no cheap knockoff can ever be who God created you to be. Come on. It takes the revealer to reveal to you that in spite of my proclivities, in spite of my weaknesses, in spite of my frailties, God hasn't changed his mind about me. Come on and get a revelation from the revealer. Let me talk about this word power. You shall receive power. This comes from the Greek word dunamis or dunamis power, which means dynamite, explosive power, potential. Somebody say potential. Potential. Ability. Somebody say ability. You have potential and you have ability. Come on, I didn't talk, I'm not talking about your education or how far you went in school. I'm talking about the stuff that God put on the inside of you. You have potential and you have ability and can't nobody or nothing stop it. God Almighty, but you. If you don't believe it, you don't receive it, and you don't act on it. It takes the revealer to reveal to you your God-given potential. We too busy looking at somebody else, looking at what they did, looking at their education, look at the look at the, the type of uh, occupation. Stop looking at other people and look within God for you, God with you, and God in you. If God is in you, explosive power, might, and ability to fulfill your God. Given potential is all big on the inside of you. I told you, God told me, I was studying the other night, and God told me, he said, I, you know, I don't even exert my strength. I was like, whoa. He doesn't have to because he is power. He is might, and he is ability. Listen, he never has to flex. I said he never has to flex. But let let the revealer reveal this. That same God who doesn't have to flex, who never has to exert his strength, is for you. That same God is with you. And that same God is in you. Oh, hallelujah. Let the revealer reveal your God-given potential. Now, here's the problem. We keep comparing ourselves to somebody else. 
Comparison breeds discontentment. As long as you're looking at somebody else and looking at how wonderful they are, it makes you feel small about yourself. Don't worry about them. Listen, worry about yourself. Listen, God is for you. That's it. Say it this way. Say for me. God is with me. Say me. And God, the Almighty, the Creator of the universe, the Alpha, the Omega, and everything in between, is. <laughs> Come on, let the revealer flood the eyes of your understanding with light, dunamis, dynamite, explosive power, potential, ability, inherent force, capacity for the supernatural, and enablement for the miracle working power. Listen, not just a coincidence. God, listen to me. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. But do you understand how you have diffused the explosive power, might, and ability, the miracle-working power in your life? Because you said, it's a coincidence. That wasn't a coincidence. That was God's power, might, and ability working out in your life. He uses the foolish things to confound the wise. There's an ability to accomplish that comes with dunamis, an ability to complete. Listen to me. You have potential. You have the capacity to complete. Listen, you don't have to start and stop, start and stop, start and stop, start and stop, start and stop. You have the potential and the ability, listen to me, to stick with it and see it all the way through to the end. Oh, good God Almighty, I preach my own self happy right there. You have the dunamis, power, might, and ability from the person of the Holy Spirit, God, in you to stick it out, to see it all the way through. To the end. Life is difficult sometimes. But every time the difficulties of life come, stop pooping out and stop quitting. You have the dunamis on the inside of you to accomplish and to see it all the way through to the end. Now, here's why you poop out. I'm, I'm off the notes right now. Here's why you poop out. Because you've been barking deadlines. Within two years, I better do this. Within, by the end of the month, I better meet somebody. I better have. And when your time frame wasn't met, you're walking around. I just got a lot on my mind. You don't bark orders to God. Let the revealer allow you to see who he is in all of his majesty and all of his glory and all of his splendor. And the appropriate response while I wait is to worship. 
while I wait. Come on. You have the dunamis in you. Listen to kavah. To what, pastor? To kavah. What is this kavah you talking about? This is that expectancy while I wait. There's an expectancy, there's an anticipation, there's an exuberance, there's an excitement while I wait. Now, because, you know, Lucifer's the fallen angel, he's our enemy, and Satan is his job description, right? Remember how he started off. He was leading the the praise and worship in the heavenlies, right? He saw the glory of God. He knew what it looked like. He knew what it felt like. So when he senses you getting in the presence of God, he senses the glory of God coming upon your life so that you can fulfill your God-given potential. He throws stumbling blocks. He throws distractions and and hurdles in your way to distract you away from what God is really doing. Get a revelation. The closer you get to manifestation, he start running out of time and he just get crazy and just start doing stupid stuff. Why? Why? To distract you. But what, what, how these distractions, how can they stand against the almighty God? God for you. God with you. And God in you. Who can stand against God? Who can compare to God? The one God. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, God for you, God with you, and God in you. So distractions and obstacles will come. That's when you leap over over that hurdle. You, You jump over that stumbling block. You duck. Come up in here. Understand when things get hard, that means your manifestation is very close. Don't give up and don't give in. We kavah. Kavah is that exuberantly looking forward to it. See it coming with excitement and anticipation. You await with delight and intense amazement. Listen to me. You count it all joy and you prepare with glee. Side note again. Remember the the wise and the foolish virgins? They all were looking for the bridegroom. They were looking high and low for the bridegroom, right? Five of them were wise and five of them were foolish. The wise ones got prepared while they wait. The foolish ones 
I don't know what's taking them so long. I don't know why. I always seem like everything get everybody get blessed before me. Sitting back doing nothing. <laughs> while the wise ones have their lamps full of oil. Trimmed and burning. So when the announcement came, the bridegroom is coming, the bridegroom is coming. Oh, didn't they dance? Dance, 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 all night. But some of them were dancing and weren't prepared. So it was all just an emotional release for them. But for the other ones, it was like, I've been waiting for this. I've been made for this moment. I'm prepared. Woo, the bridegroom is coming. Come on, bridegroom, come on. Because I'm ready. While they waited. Often while we're waiting, we're comparing ourselves and looking what somebody else got, and we're comparison breeds discontentment. Don't worry about them. Worry about yourself. And understand, even though distractions have come and roadblocks have come, that just means that the manifestation is closer than it's ever been. So now, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. While I wait, I just don't wait. I I'm going to praise like I've never praised before. I'm going to worship like I've never worshipped before. I'm going to give like I've never given before. I'm going to serve like I've never served before because I know that God is not only a promise giver. He's a promise keeper. And I fully expect him to keep his word. I kavah because I have the dunamis power, might, and ability to fulfill and accomplish my God-given potential. Listen, listen, listen. Without a degree, without money, without friends, without supporters, without help, I can still host. I can still accomplish it. Because it's not about people. God for me. God with me. And God in me. Now, did I say don't get your education? No, because while you wait, you might need to take a course. You might need to take some classes. You might need to get a second job. You might need to save your coins. You might need to sell some stuff. You might need to clean your closet out. You might need to lose some weight. You might need to get your credit together. There are things that you do while you're wait, but because I have Kavah power and Dunamis power, I'm not going to be like them foolish versions. and not preparing. I'm going to and prepare. That's what I do. Wow. I wait. 
Now what you do while you wait, that's on you. Because I ain't going to worry about you. I'm worried about myself. God for me. God with me. And God in me to fulfill my God-given potential. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall, there's that word again, no if, answer, buts about it, they shall renew their strength. You get your second win. When you start praising, worshiping, and get a revelation that God put his potential in me, remember, he doesn't exert strength at all. He is what he does. And he's not only for me, and he's not only with me, he is in me. Oh, I got my second win. Regardless of the hard knocks that life throws out sometimes, I'm going to get my second win. I told you about my grandson, Taj. He was in the baseball game. And some, he had been, sometimes he gets a little emotional if he gets out, or maybe he struck, struck out a couple of times, and he was a little bit emotional but his dad was encouraging him and encouraging his faith. And, and then after he struck out one game, um, his dad took him to the, his dad and uh, uh, brother Richard took him to the, um, the batting cage. This is what you do while you wait. I have some deficits. I need to, I need to make some adjustments while I wait. The next game, boom, home runs, just doing everything. But this particular game, the ball hit him in the mouth. Now, remember, he had been emotional before. The enemy loves to get you in your emotions because the word can't take root when you're emotional because your feelings, you feel it in your feeler more than you get it in your revelation. So he had been emotional before, but this time, because his dad was with him and took him to do some other things to help him to get prepared while he waited, even though an obstacle came, the whole baseball hit him in the mouth. Now, all of us would be like, ooh, if we, any of us were hitting the mouth with a baseball, you'd be like, <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on, let's be real, let's be real, let's be real. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, because I knew he had been emotional before. But this time, because he had spent time with his daddy. And his daddy helped him to get prepared. Boom, baseball in the mouth. So even though life throw some curveballs at you sometimes. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Get ready. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm number 130 stands as five and six in the message translation reads this way. I pray to God my life a prayer, and I wait for what he'll say and do. My life's on the line before God. Listen, you're not a cat. You don't have nine lives. So you have to be a good steward over the one that you have right here. And right, my life's on the line before God, my Lord. Waiting and watching. Waiting and watching until 
morning. This waiting and watching means the, 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 the watchers, the ones on the night shift, they watch. It's late. They tired. But they know morning is coming. So they're watching for the change to come. They're watching for morning. Weeping may endure, but joy comes in the morning. Watching and waiting. Luke chapter 24 again. Verse 49 in the Amplified translation says, listen carefully. I'm sending the promise of my father. This is Jesus talking. When did Jesus lie? Never. So if he said he was sending the promise and the promise is the person of the Holy Spirit, he did what he said he was going to do. He said, I'm sending the promise of my father, the Holy Spirit, upon you, but you remain in the city of Jerusalem until you are clothed, fully equipped with power from on high. You sink into it. You put it on, and you're prepared. You're going to have power. This is when I put on the full armor of God, understanding it's war. This means war. The devil just ain't going to let you walk into your next level. You got to fight the good fight of faith. As we came into this year, I told you that you've become who you've settled for. Ooh. Gulp. Who you are today is who you settled for. But if you really stop and think about it, that's not even you. There's way more to you. There's so much more to you. There's so much more life. There's so much more potential. There's so much more goodness than what you have attained up to today. But today is who you've settled for. I told you, and I'm telling you again, you are not common. You are not mediocre. You are not average. You are not regular. Who am I talking to? Because we've waited and we've gotten distracted, we've settled. Oh, no, 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 I'm not settling. If, if Taj wasn't in full relationship with his father and his father didn't take him to get prepared, he would have settled for keep striking up, keep striking up, and keep striking up, especially after you get hit in the mouth with a ball. But he spent time with his father. And his father helped him prepare so that he knows he's not common. Say, I'm not common. He's not mediocre. Say, I'm not mediocre. He's not average. Say, I'm not average. And he's not regular. Say, I'm not regular. Now, let me, here's a Pastor Andreaism. I don't take too kindly when you act like I'm regular. Because down on the inside of me, I know I'm not regular. Sometimes men approach me, I'll just be honest with you. But the deal breaker for me 
is when you act like I'm common. Huh. Gone on, dude. Deuces. Because you got to understand I'm a special order. You can't treat me common. You can't treat me regular because I am not. Say, I'm not regular. I'm not mediocre. I'm not average. I'm not common. I told you before. You like to travel. Who likes to travel? You know why you like to travel? Because you're supposed to be traveling. You shouldn't have to wait for five years to travel because you have potential inside of you to travel. You got the dunamis to give you creative ways to figure out how to do it. You haven't traveled because you all you see is the money. Yeah, how much it how much it costs to go, how much it costs. Don't worry about how much it costs because God can afford your dreams. Who likes nice things? Name brands and Louboutins and Coco Chanel and Ferragamo shoes and why? Because you're supposed to have it. God don't have no problem with you having good things and nice things. We serve a super abundant God. But the enemy has you trapped at how much do it cost? Because you forgot God for you. Oh, good God Almighty, God with you and God in you so that you can have whatever you need in this life. And then the bonus is you still get to go to heaven. Who loves love? Anybody sappy like me with them Hallmark movies? I'd just be like, <laughs> just love love. You know why? Because you're supposed to have love. You're supposed to be able to give love, and you're supposed to be able to receive love. Listen, you were created for love. Who am I talking to? You were created for love. Ain't nothing wrong with you. If you haven't met him or her yet, don't worry about it. God's still working on them. But you need to do what? Get prepared. Work on you. You're created for love. You're supposed to live in the best drive the best, own the best, experience the best, give the best, and introduce other people to the best. I'm so grateful that us partnering with Target, we give, last year we gave over a thousand brand new toys, and we already, right now, I think we got as much as we had by Christmas now, and we still getting stuff every week. I'm glad we don't have to give away hand-me-downs and broken toys and toys that have already been used and played with. We, because we experience the best, we get to give the best. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Because you are the best. I heard one person say it. You are the best. See, see do you see how you felt kind of... Ooh, I, can I say it? Yes, say it! 
you are the now here's what I mean by that. I don't mean you better than anybody else. You're supposed to be the best version of you. God for you. God with you. And God in you. So that you don't have to be pitiful. You can be powerful. Listen to me. God ain't putting himself in no junk. In the garbage can. God ain't putting himself in anything that's inferior and less than. He created you in his image, in his likeness, so that you could be the best version of you. You're not common. You're not mediocre. You're not average. You're not regular. You're the See, y'all better shout it like you know. Don't make me run up on you. You are the Come up in here. You better say it like you mean it. You are the Come on, make the devil mad and make Jesus No more victim verbiage. You're the best. Best meaning high caliber, the highest quality, excellent, suitable, desirable, leading, outstanding, terrific, cool, first class, and great. I'm talking about you. If God is with you and God is for you and God is in you, you are the high caliber. You high caliber. You're the highest quality. You're excellent. You're suitable. You're desirable. Don't let the devil lie to you. You are desirable. You're leading. You're outstanding. You're terrific. You're cool. You're first class. You are great. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 says, for we are his workmanship that has reference to his masterpiece. We're his masterpiece created in Christ. That's a covenant term. In Christ, the anointed one and his anointed for good works, which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You're a masterpiece. You. Yeah, I'm talking about you. You're a masterpiece. And anybody that tries to be you is just a cheap knockoff. You're a masterpiece created in God for good works. I'm got, I've got to close because I'm over time, but let me just throw this out here, and I'll pick this up on Wednesday. Would you come back and let me finish it? <laughs> so much word in so little time. Galatians 6 and 9 says, Let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. What shall mean? Habakkuk chapter 2, beginning at verse 1, I'll read the the latter part of that verse. It says, the just shall live by faith. Stanza 2, verse 2 says, write the vision, make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and will not lie. Though it tarries, 
wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Okay, wait. It says, though it tarries, wait for it because it'll surely come. It will not tarry. Wait, what? Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come. It will not Terry, this looks like two perspectives here. The perspective of God and your own perspective. You've barked orders. You've given get deadlines and time frames. And you've not gotten into the presence of God from the revelation of the person of the Holy Spirit to get the mind of God. I think Nadia said it something like this. She says the Holy Spirit knows the innermost thoughts of God. And you receive the Holy Spirit to give you power to get into God's time frame so that I'm not begging for something that's premature. Something that is premature has the potential not to survive. Something that is premature, the potential is that it won't survive or it won't thrive. So instead of being on my time frame, why don't I wait? Why don't I cavile? Why don't I exuberantly wait in great anticipation? And why don't I be wise and prepare so that when the blessing comes, it's lasting? Listen to me. People rush into things like marriage because they say, well, I'll give it a good two years. Oh, no, no, no. I got to give it until Jesus returns. So I got to prepare so that I can see, I can understand, I can, I can, I can thrive. I'm not just going to be married for no two years, two years and three months. No, I'm going to stay until Jesus returns because I'm prepared for this moment. Come on, last thing. I'm going to, I'm going to close it right here. I got to go all the way down. I got so much. Oh, this is good, but I don't get a chance to. I tell you Wednesday. We gotta operate in patient endurance. Patient endurance gives you the ability to make good decisions and to stand strong against distractions, discouragements, and difficulties. Patient endurance. So while I wait, patient endurance gives me the dunamis power and the strength to keep running, even when I'm tired. Keep running even when I'm discouraged. Keep running even when life has thrown a curveball. But patient endurance allows me to keep running, listen, until I run head first into my manifestation. There's an appointed time. It's already done with God. It's already accomplished with God. I just got to keep running until I run into it. Do you have a revelation? God ain't starting nothing that's already done. He knows the end from the beginning and the beginning from the end. You don't. So we have to keep running until we run headfirst into our manifestation. This is your year of illumination. Keep running. This is your year of revelation. 
keep running. This is your year of manifestation. This is your year of clarity. This is your year of an elimination of confusion. Keep on running. This is your year of life defined with meticulous detail. This is your year of life unmistakably true for you. This is your year of grace. This is your year of completion. This is your year of newness. This is your year of an upgrade. Keep on running. This is your year of an abundance. This is your year of expansion. This is your year of fruitfulness. Keep on running. This is your year of prophetic fulfillment. Keep running. Keep running till you run into it. This is your year of divine relationships. Keep running till you run into it. This is your year of divine marriages. Keep running till you run into it. This is your year of walking in the fruit of the Spirit. This is your year of flowing in the gifts of the Spirit. This is your year of manifestation. Keep running till you run into it. My spiritual father prophesied. He said these last several weeks and months of this year are going to engulf and overtake the previous months. So the manifestations that we didn't get then I got a revelation from the revealer, God for me, God with me, and God in me. I'm going to keep running. And I'm running to win. Because all I do is win, win, win. No matter what, every head bowed, every eye closed. I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church, we're a family.